welcome to the Service Transformation Podcast. My name is Hilbrand Rustema. I will be your host today. Today, our topic is the Noventum Research Drivers for Growth, where this research has highlighted the possibility to grow with digital services that are oriented towards solving customer business problems. And today, my guests are Art Schalk and Martin Gilday. Both are senior consultants with Noventum to talk with me about the topic and to share some of their experience and perspectives. Art, may I ask you to introduce yourself and explain your background and experience? Yes. Hello, Hilbrand. Hi, Martin. Thanks for having me in this podcast. I'm a commercial professional in strategy, project management, service sales and marketing. And until recently, I worked as a global service product manager at a food processing equipment manufacturing company. And I was responsible for processes around uh, service product development, service sales, and also taking the lead the digitization initiatives that were going on. And before that, I was actually the commercial EVP, including service at a Scandinavian IT company. Also had a lot to do with the digitization there, setting up a new SaaS business model. And yeah, in my roles in the past, I've been looking to ways to digitize services and deliver them automatically and remotely whenever possible while improving customer experience. So that's me. All right. So Ad, we're here today to, uh, to speak about these digital services. Can you define for the listeners what are digital services and why is this interesting for, for manufacturing companies specifically? Yes. Well, in my view, the typical digital services for manufacturing companies are really the data-driven ones, you know, using the big data coming from the equipment stored in, in data lakes or repositories, and then you can use algorithms to really analyze the data and create added value for customers by uh, identifying trends and patterns that they can then use to to take important decisions. So that's the first part of it, the, the digital services. And then you asked, why is this interesting for manufacturing companies? Well, I believe that digital services and especially automated self-service, that's interesting for manufacturing companies because it allows their customers then to get access to data coming from their equipment they have invested in and based on that data, take the right decisions. And in the end, if you do this correctly and if the data is right, you can even start to predict a bit more what's going to happen. And that means then more uptime and better performance for your equipment but also it can lead to stronger profits. And that's what we're all after. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. So let's turn to Martin. Uh, Martin, you've been uh, leading the, the research drivers for growth in, in service. And we uh, obviously have been uh, speaking before about that in, in previous podcasts. So could you perhaps for the audience uh, give a short summary of, first of all, your role in Noventum, your background and what the research projects of uh, the drivers for growth, what were the objectives of the research and a little bit how it was set up? Yes, sure. Hello, everyone. Prior to joining Noventum, I held a number of service leadership positions uh, for technology companies, most recently as SVP for global service for Electa, which is a medical technology company producing radiation therapy products for the treatment of cancer. Before that, I worked for KPN Tronics in IT services and communications, responsible for global service delivery. And prior to that, I worked for Unisys Corporation, again, in global IT services. The research project that we've just completed was called Drivers for Growth in Service. And it was specifically investigating how manufacturers prosper 
in a services-led world. So the reason for that subtitle of How Manufacturers Prosper is because we've seen a growing trend in high-tech manufacturers looking to establish or to expand their services business, both as a way of delivering new revenue streams, but also as a way of leveraging some of the advantages that manufacturers have in IoT and, and digital services. The transition, however, from you know that product-orientated strategy to a a service and customer strategy is a challenging one. And hence, you know, the research really was focused on us trying to understand, you know, what was driving that change? What were some of the obstacles? Which critical success factors really enabled a successful transformation? So that was the intent of the research to find out how manufacturing companies, you know, started, progressed, and ultimately were successful on that journey. Right. So from your own experience in those previous roles, Martin, can you perhaps provide some examples of the digital services that you were involved in? Yeah, sure. The sort of manufacturers, I think, have a, a significant advantage now. Maybe this has moved over the years from, you know, true um, service providers, but I think manufacturers have an advantage on the basis that this is, as Art mentioned, a lot about big data and the data that you can collect from the installed base. So when I was working for Electa, the digital transformation that we developed in the medical technology world was really related to radiation therapy and really driving firstly the connectivity of the installed base to a global access platform so that we could collect this data. So once we'd collected this data, this enabled us to um, to develop remote support tools could be used during the, um, the customer sort of service request process. But more importantly, it really allowed us to examine how the machine was going to be used, was being used, and how effective this was and, and, and what the customer was doing with the machine. So this was actually the real game changer. In-depth analysis of the data meant that we could accurately predict a machine failure before it happened. And we developed many use cases where we knew that the machine would fail within the next week or two, and we could take action to resolve that problem before it caused a customer interruption and downtime. If you imagine a cancer a treatment environment, perhaps 30 or 40 patients are scheduled to be treated on a single machine in one day. The ability to prevent interruption to that schedule is hugely valuable to the customer and to the patient. Obviously, a very stressful time for the patient. So the repair, the repair could be completed outside of clinical hours. And this, you know, so not only did it provide that benefit to the customer, but actually because we were doing this at a scheduled time before a failure would perhaps cause other issues in the machine, it saved us labor and it saved us spare parts costs. So you know, both of those were reduced by about 50%. Okay, that's significant. So, Art, can you share some of your, uh, say, relevant experiences with digital services? Sure. I recognize uh, many of the things that Martin just explained from his experience with Electa, but the company I worked with previously, also a manufacturing company of capital intensive equipment, they did the same things where they were collecting the data, placing sensors on the critical parts and moving parts, collecting the data in a repository, then analyzing it. And, and in the end, they had like a service product that customers were actually willing to 
to pay for in a subscription form to use and they would see similar results so they would be able to predict a bit more okay this machine will break down within the next shift perhaps and then we can plan a downtime and we can repair it before it breaks down so it saves time and money and we don't have a production crew that is standing in the factory floor and cannot use the machine so it really makes a difference there once you get to that level and you can really use the data and the digitized services that you have created for your customers but in general i think across the manufacturing industry whether that's being cancer research equipment or food processing equipment or something else traditional producers are no longer just selling physical production machines or medical appliances you know they're they're adding to it software packages data models server capacities and then they are building their product service portfolios filling them with digitized service products then offering that to customers that now typically also want to digitally configure products and services before purchase and i see that happening across the manufacturing industry that is very interesting and i think there will be very many steps and very even very big steps that we will see in the near future that will happen here right okay so thanks art and martin in the research we found that only 15 percent of the companies that participated in that research they said they had a digitalization strategy and a business model that engaged the whole organization so obviously the potential is interesting but i was wondering why aren't all manufacturers already offering and delivering these digital services so what are the obstacles that they're facing yes we we asked the research respondents what were the biggest challenges being faced by their company today and the challenge that came out on top was the need to develop new business models to meet the customer demand so if the you know if the customer demands are related to business related services and digital services as we've heard then how do you develop your own business model to be able to deliver those services so these are things like outcome based services data driven services you know maybe pay per use services all of which require a really good understanding of the customer's business so i think the reason a low percentage said they had a strategy that really engaged the whole organization was because it, it is a tough job you know and developing that strategy to be customer focused and then deploying it within the organization is particularly difficult but it is required to engage the uh, the full organization to be able to do that all right. So, Martin, looking at your own experience, do you recognize the findings from the research? Or was your own experience very different? I think in the research, we found that there was two ways that sort of digital services developed. One was, and probably the best practice way, was if this really came from the top of the organization, you know, a services strategy linked to a digital strategy and the developing of associated services. I think in my experience, it was um, what we also saw in the research where responding perhaps to customer needs and service business needs, you start developing a service that's really going to be a win-win for both parties. So when we you know, drove the connectivity and the development of the predictive maintenance, we could see how valuable that was going to be both for the customer and for our own organization. And so as a service division, we really started developing that capability. And, and then that, I think, over a period of time, joined some of the other you know, digital services 
services development that was going on in other parts of the organization. Right. So it was more an evolution than a planned, let's say, strategic effort, according going by the book, let's say. The- yes, exactly. All right. So, Art, if we look at the key success factors in developing digital services, what do you see as the most important key success factors there? I think that if you offer digital services, you must do it right. So you must be able to deliver on the promise to your customer. And from what I hear and see, and also from my own experience, is that most established equipment manufacturers don't have all the prerequisites ready for full digital service offerings. Sometimes they don't have access to all the installed base in the field or the product lifecycle management data is not complete. It might be that drawings are outdated or lacking or parts lists are not right. Sometimes it has to do with processes or the technologies that are not yet in place or available. And all of that cannot really offer a digital service that your customers actually willing to pay for. So that is really a challenge that I think, yeah, the key to success is to really go through all the motions, do it right, define everything correctly before you can actually deliver on the promise with digital service product portfolio. All right, so if you have to sort of summarize that, yeah, what are the key challenges or key success factors to address for all those manufacturers that have these opportunities to grow with digital services? What would be your your short list? Yeah, okay, I'll try to answer it concisely. I think the key challenges are then getting your master data in order, upgrading your processes to include all the digital steps and make sure that your stakeholders are ready for it. Once you've done that, make sure that your end-to-end processes are in order order, that they are supported, that the users are supported with the right software, and that the users feel comfortable and are well-trained so they can actually use the new processes, systems, and understand the, the digital service products that you're offering. Okay, so it sounds like getting the basic processes and policies in place is first prerequisite for digital success. Martin, what does the research findings say about the challenge of aligning all the stakeholders? Why is that so difficult? Developing a services strategy is really essential if a manufacturing company is looking to transform the business towards customer business related services because it does require, you know, all parts of the organization to be engaged. And contributing towards that. So understanding where an organization is on the service maturity curve today and setting the goal is important to be able to align the internal stakeholders because you can only be successful if really all functions and departments are engaged in the transformation. Things like product design, you know, needs to incorporate serviceability requirements as well as product functionality. Product management team need to understand the customer's operation and workflows, not just the functionality of the product. Sales need to understand what really drives the customer's business, not just, you know, which features and benefits of the product may be useful to the customer. And perhaps this needs a transition towards consultative selling. So again, you know, a big people management challenge and marketing obviously needs campaigns that focus on business outcomes across multiple sectors, uh, again, rather than being product-based. And it's difficult because people will have spent many years successfully developing and selling product and naturally will operate with a very product-centric mindset to now have to think about not your business but your customer's business and to ensure that whatever your job is in the company it must make a difference to your customer's business and outcome that's a tough switch you know so hence the services strategy an operational roadmap the process framework and the people development are, are all essential ingredients of that change program. 
Right. So let me go back to uh, art. So art, if you listen to this and from your own experience, what do you recommend as a good approach for companies that now want to start this service transformation towards digital services? Yeah, I think there are many approaches that can work, but the key ingredients or the key steps that I recommend are really that you need to first find out where you want to go and where you are right now. So manufacturers need to really expand their service and their, the way that they define service. There's a shift that comes with digitalization. You know, clients will become users and products will become more of an ecosystem, meaning that instead of taking product once, clients will perhaps have a subscription to the data, to dashboards, to reports, and the product might change over time. So the more data you collect, the more knowledge you can actually publish and the more knowledge you have the more questions customers might want to ask from the service product that they are now subscribing to so that's the first step really find out where you want to go and where you are right now and then based on it describe your vision and define a robust roadmap if you have the dot on the horizon it becomes more easy to explain what you want to do as a company where you are going and get all your stakeholders aligned and that's also in line with what martin just said that this might be the most difficult part how can you make sure that everybody understands where you're going and how you're going to do it and what steps what steps you're going to take? Which changes to the value chain must then be made? How and by whom and all of that? And then I think um, it's important to build up know-how by taking learnings. You know, you can make mistakes. A mistake can be stepping stones to success. But you really need to get going and then learn by doing and uh, focus on the people and their skill sets and how service-minded they are. That's also what Martin just explained. So I, I think that's one of the key steps really and then last but not least i think it's change management so setting up an organization that will support the creation of advanced services that's really important all right so martin do you uh, do you agree with Arton that these would be the key steps to a successful creation of digital services Yes, I think, you know, clarity and understanding of what you're trying to achieve can't be underestimated. So I think those points that are made about about that is very relevant. Maybe we've talked about this being a tough transformation. Maybe I just add to this from something that the research said. So the research showed that customer business related services are expected to be the primary growth drivers in the technology marketplace in the future, especially in established markets. And while, you you know, that may be challenging for many companies, particularly product manufacturers. However, product manufacturers have a strong advantage to be able to build digital services because they're in control of the product design. So building in data points, sensors, you know, ease of connectivity of their devices, this in turn is going to provide a big opportunity to leverage the digital services to be able to generate valuable insight for the customer. And so even though this is is a challenging journey, the benefits and the advantage that the product manufacturers have right now puts them in a strong position to build a growing revenue stream from digital services and customer business related services. So on that note, I would like to thank you both, Aarschalk and Martin Gilday, for being my guest today. For any of the listeners of the podcast that would like to uh, read the actual research report, I uh, suggest you go to our website, which is uh, www.noventum.eu. So it's noventum.eu. You can go to our social media pages, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and of course, uh, you can keep on listening to our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.